Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere hanging out in the podcast dojo we are honored to have you as we do this mindless work well it's actually not mindless work when you think about it. it's the fifth hour with ben maller and danny g but you already knew that and my man danny g right there hanging out with me he's on with covino and rich all week i do of course the overnight show the ben maller show me and danny if you if you're new to the podcast uh if you weren't listening years ago danny used to work on the show, he was my right hand man for several years on the on the overnight show, and then uh, he moved on to work with Clay Travis and uh, all kinds of stuff. When's that Animal Thunderdome coming? Do we have a date on the Animal Thunderdome? I got a text from Clay Travis last week. I'm sure that'll solve it. Let me see. Let me pull it up on my phone. I'll tell you exactly what he wrote here. Where are you? Clay? There it is. He sent me a story of an alligator that weighed 802.5 pounds and measured 14 feet, three inches long. Longest alligator in Mississippi history captured by hunters. So he sent that link and he said, we are close on an extension on my contract so I can be able to get rolling on Animal Thunderdome with you. Nice. Yeah, so... I mean, you know, that's been ongoing for a while now, but at least he texted with a little update last week. Oh, that's good. Speaking yeah. of alligators, I talked about this on the overnight show the other night, but I 
recall the, the story out of Alabama. The, did, you, did you see the Alabama football team, what they had for dinner this week? They had, it looked like a 400-pound gator that they cooked the entire gator and they were just picking away at the flesh of the gator. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was really disgusting looking. Like the image was really over the top. And uh, and the, the ironic thing is they were not they're not playing the Florida Gators today, you know, in the college football world. They're playing South Florida, which is the Bulls, and but still they decided the great minds there in Tuscaloosa, they're like, ah, screw it. We'll just have Gator. And they cook the – how do you cook that? What is there, What do you find an oven that's big enough to put a full-size gator in it? Do you have to barbecue it? How does that work? I don't know. What, what the hell does gator taste like? I've never had it. Uh, does it taste fishy? I don't know. But I guarantee you, we have listeners of the Fifth Hour. Based on – I've seen the numbers here, Danny, where people are listening. And we have listeners in gator country. And I know a guy. Our, our friend, the, the guy that used to be known as Sir Scratchoff, and now he's known as the wild southern whatever, uh, he said a four to 600-pound gator will cost you between $1,000 and $1,200 if you want to buy one to eat. Damn. And the internet says that gator tastes like quail with a mildly fishy flavor and is often chewy depending on preparation. I don't know if I want that. That sounds disgusting. What do you think dinosaurs taste like? Probably like gators. I think of gators as I think that's an that's a dinosaur. I look at an alligator. That's a dinosaur to me. I know they say it's not and chickens are relatives of dinosaurs. But for my money, I'm saying that is a damn dinosaur. When I see those things walking around golf courses in South Carolina Mm -hmm. or Florida. Same with tortoises. Yeah. Yeah, man. And those hard shell creatures live a long time. They definitely are the last dinosaurs left on Earth. Yeah. So I've got on this podcast, we've got rock a bye baby, away, back scratcher, the word of the week, and time permitting, we'll have pop goes the culture. So we'll have all of that content for you. And we'll get started with this. So uh, once upon a time, like last week, Danny, once upon a time, like like a week ago, uh, it was last Friday. So my wife had to work overtime. Uh, she's a 911 operator, so she had to do an extra shift at the police station. So I had my gambling buddy. I had the night free of my uh, my wife. So I had my gambling buddy. She was busy. So I had my gambling pal came over to hang out, my guy Hunter. And I've known this guy since high school. We played football together in high school. We both have very busy lives. And eh, even though we don't live that far away from each other, the socializing doesn't happen as often as it should. So had a free night, decided to have the Maller pizza party from scratch, made I love the pizza party, Danny. Rip off Parmesan garlic twist. Oh, yeah. Just like they they have it round table, except they'll cost you about $3 instead of you know, $20. And and then I made the Maller pie, the traditional Maller pie, garlic, onion, bell pepper, thinly sliced onion. It melts in your mouth. The garlic, oh, nice. The bell pepper, uh, really a pizza artisan. 
if I, you know, I pull a muscle patting myself in the back. But no, this is one of the few things I make that I think I could like serve in a restaurant. I think it's that good. Anyway, so slaving over the hot stove. And everything tasted uh, delicious. Chef's kiss, right? I was very happy. Michelin star meal, whatever you want to say. So then after the meal, uh, just kind of hanging out, you know, talking about life, how we're going to solve all of life's problems. Then we were like, well, we can't really solve that problem. Ah, screw it. And uh, had a, had a piece of celebratory cake. I sent out a photo on Instagram and I think I put it on Facebook also where the the, the wife, to celebrate the, the TV thing, decided, let them eat cake, right? Let them eat cake. And so she bought this big cake, which my favorite cake was like a Smurf cake. It's got like thick frosting and this like blue cake. It's really good. Yeah, I saw the photos. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. So, I, so we had a piece of the cake. So then... Yeah, we're just hanging out. My buddy was trying to sober up, to be honest with you, because he had had a bunch of, of alcohol. And uh, I did not, by the way. I did not. Uh, you know, got to keep my lean television body. <laughs> he was trying to sober up. We were sitting on the sofa, you know, chatting again, you know, telling old stories, old war stories. Back in my day. And my day is his day because we, we were the same age. So this is the part of the story where things started to go haywire, Danny. Like, this is the part where things went a little crazy. So... My buddy, we were talking about college football because he's got a a sibling that works at a major college football program, like a top 10 college football program. Uh, his sister is a big deal in that world, right? She works for one of, as Nick Saban would say, one of the organizations. So he knows a lot of crap. And he knows I won't repeat it because I hardly ever talk about college football, but he yeah. hear, he hears everything. So I, that's kind of like a safe zone, Danny, because, you know, you worked with me a long time. College football just doesn't usually come up that much on the show unless it's Deion Sanders or Nick Saban. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't move your needle very often. And I pointed out people get upset. I get, I get emails from people from time to time who live in. The South, let's say, Southern Fried Football, or in the in the Midwest where the Big Ten is mostly, and they'll be like, "Well, you really need to talk more about college football." And I've always pointed out, if the show was on a different schedule, we would absolutely do it. But during football season, the show we come on Sunday night in the West, right after the NFL games, like the the late Sunday night NBC game ends, and then we come on a couple hours after that, hour and a half after that. That game, depending on the schedule, sometimes two hours, whatever. It's within a couple hours of the the Sunday night football game ending. So that's a fresh story. It's always the biggest game of the week. And so we start running rhymes about that and whatever else happened in the NFL that day. And we don't talk about college football. And then on Monday night, you'd think, well, maybe you talk college football on Monday night and a Tuesday. No, no, we because we have a Monday night game to talk about. So we talk about the Monday night game. And that's how we do it. So we do that. Uh, and, and then Tuesday, usually it's still fallout from Monday night. Wednesday, we start looking ahead to Thursday's NFL card. Uh, well, surely on Thursday night into Friday morning, you talk about college. No, because we have a Thursday night NFL game to talk about. <laughs> do you see the problem here? Do you, do you understand the problem? So there has to be a tremendously wonderful scandal for us to get into college football. Now, fortunately, we've had Deion Sanders, who wants to rip the head off every other coach that he plays because of some 
great injustice the coach said, disrespect and all that. And Dion's yeah. able to work his magic. The other coach makes it personal. Yeah. How? Let me ask you this, Danny. How long can that shtick last for Dion? At some point, isn't that not going to work when you when you get to week seven or eight of the college uh, season? I think it has legs to carry him to his next job. <laughs> you want to take a bet on where his next job will be? What do you think? Ooh, ooh. Next gig for gig. Dion. I'm going to say it is going to be a team that drafts Caleb Williams. I had said, uh, as a distant relative of Nostradamus and friend of Nostradamus, I had said the Atlanta Falcons. I tossed that out. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think the Cowboys, I don't think Jerry Jones would go down that road, even though that would be amazing uh, fodder for those of us that are in the sports media world. And then you look around, you got to look at the Southeastern Conference because that's the top of college football. So would anybody who's 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 about to get whacked? Yeah, Jed who fled, the knucklehead Jed who fled from Florida, he actually had, uh, I thought, a pretty good line that even though he was probably higher than a kite, I think he's onto something. He mentioned Texas A&M as uh, a possibility. That's and- not bad, but I could definitely see Dion taking his talents to the NFL. Would his style of coaching work in the National Football League? Uh, it's like short term, but he'd probably wear out his welcome, right? Because a lot of the guys, like the players, don't want to deal with the bull crap in the in the NFL. They don't want anything to do with that. You know, it's like, eh. They, but it might if you get a young team, and the, the, he hasn't played in so long though. It's like. The players in college, they know of Deion Sanders, but it's not like they watched him play. And, yeah. and the guys, even in the NFL, Deion played so long ago that the guys in the NFL, who were the younger guys, they were like five or six maybe the last time Deion Sanders was playing in the NFL. But I, the Texas A&M job with Jimbo Fisher not exactly lighting the world on fire. I could I could see that. I could see that happening. Although that would be the mother of all payouts. Mm-hmm. Does this count as college football talk, by the way, Danny? Yeah, it sure does. I got distracted. I was telling a story. Oh, you were talking about how you don't cover college football. Yeah. And, and then now you covered college football. Don't! Did about 10 minutes on college football. But no, uh, back to the story. Right. Sorry about that. You know, get carried away. It's a podcast. What do you want? So my buddy's telling me stuff about college football because that's a world he's familiar with and he's got relative in it. And so I'm listening. And I don't remember much more than that because next thing I know, it's rock baby in the treetop. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. You know, that whole thing. <laughs> do you sing that to your son, by the way? You got to sing nursery rhymes and those little those little things, man. Yeah, I, I sing that and then I pretend like he's falling down to the floor. <laughs> nice. You got I, I bump his head on the carpet softly, but he, he laughs. He thinks it's funny. 
Yeah, I have I have fun like hush little baby and all that stuff. Like I like I remember my mom. I, I hardly have any memories of when I was really little, but I I hear those songs and I I in my head I'm like my mom. I remember my mom reading those songs to me when I was a little baby. So we get to the point, please. So I fell asleep while my friend was talking to me, telling me some college football story. I was so zonked from staying up 25 hours last week, actually over 25 hours to do the, the TV thing and the radio thing and all that. Uh, I, it finally caught up to me. I completely zonked. I, it was like I had narcolepsy. I passed out and uh, yeah. So that my friend left my, my buddy like left while I fell asleep on the sofa. He just took off. He said, I, I had to go. <laughs> And that was it. And I, I, I woke good up. You weren't, good thing you weren't on a date. I know. I I woke up and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, what happened? You know, like, crap. I was like half awake, half asleep. You know, you're bedraggled. You're not sure what's going on. Um, and then on Saturday of last week, my my wife had me, as you know, because part of the marriage deal, and you know this, Danny, is when you're married, you're the plus one. When the wife goes to a party, you're the plus one. You got to go. And so I got taken to a work party and I was in total zombie mode still. I think I had, I barely recovered now. So I'm in zombie mode, unable to function properly throughout the day and night in a general malaise. And it's just kind of, eh. it's like being hung over, but you, I didn't even have alcohol. It's just sleep lack of sleep and then this you know this this whole thing has been wonderful it's been a vortex of goodness but my my sleep schedule is completely effed up so anyway that, that that's the whole point i rock a bye baby i fell asleep while yeah. my friend was telling me a college football story and uh that was that and uh it was just was away danny for for him and for you apparently yeah, so very similar to how our college football talk put people to sleep. Your your buddies did the same thing to you. That is correct. Yes, fast asleep, fast asleep. Oh my! Oh oh my God! I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Monday for 9-11, there was, as you referenced on yesterday's podcast, there was an iHeart event at the old Johnny Carson studio. I don't think you've been to that studio since iHeart took it over, have you? I have not. No, I, I used to go by there quite a bit when Jay Leno and you know that was years ago when he had the Tonight Show and I was around there. But no, I have not. I didn't. I, I knew they took it over, but I didn't really know what they had done with it. So how is it over there? It's very cool. They've built it into a small TV studio for live performances. So anytime a big music star has an album that's being released or an event that they want to throw, iHeart will hold it there with their TV cameras and an iHeart host. Usually, you know, one of their big boys will come out. Like if it's a country show, it'll be Bobby Bones. They're interviewing the artist. And what they do is like a mini concert for one hour. They will air it on all of iHeart's channels and their YouTube channel, and they'll broadcast it live across the world. And they have a small audience in there of clients, VIP, and iHeart employees. So it only holds, as you know, a couple hundred people in there. Yeah, yeah, it's not very big at all. Yeah, and so you were, did you, you got, you went to this, right? You were able to attend this thing. Is that correct? yes? Big country and rock superstar Jelly Roll from Tennessee was performing he flew in he's been opening for that big country star eric church he took a break off that tour to fly into la for the 9-11 tribute show that iheart wanted him to do for wounded warriors and some other organizations some other charities for for soldiers which was really cool of him get to uh, the burbank studios there and it's monday night football Jets. And as you know, the debut of one Aaron Rodgers. It's broke. It's broke. Our oldest went along with me to the show because he's a big country music fan. Kind of like take your kid to work day for me um, because our boss was nice enough to let my kid hang out in the studio as I produced Covino and Rich on Monday afternoon. Hurried up and did the post-production. And as we were walking in, to the theater, that's when it's broke, it's broke! That's what's when Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Oh boy. And, and, oh man, in the couple hundred people in front of the theater waiting to get in, the whole place was buzzing about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. 
let you know how even more how NFL is king because people were out there for um, for music and everybody was talking about Aaron Rodgers in the NFL. So we get inside the theater. They basically spent millions of dollars to pimp this place out so that these star musicians look like stars up on this stage for when they film them. And what's really cool about it is you're standing right in front of the stage. If you were a stalker, you literally could reach your hand out and grab Jelly Roll's ankle, although that wouldn't end well. Uh, Back in my my younger days, I did have a lot of Jelly Rolls. I did enjoy a Jelly Roll. I did. And if you're not familiar with Jelly Roll, you can Google him, and he's got a hit on the radio right now called Save Me. No, I actually I have heard of Jelly Roll. You probably don't think I have because you, you know I'm not really up on too much pop culture, but I I had heard of this guy. He's got a really good documentary out on Hulu right now called Save Me. So oh. add that to your list of documentaries to watch. I do love documentaries. Now, yeah. now before you go on, I'm gonna hit the pause button here, Danny. So before you go on here, now the. Uh, the kid, your son that you took to the Covino and Rich show, was he A, into the show? Was he impressed at what you do? Or C, was he just futzing around on his phone the whole time, bored out of his mind? He wasn't on his phone. He had his laptop with him because he is a new student at Calu University. Uh, so he was doing some homework. Yeah. All right. That's cool. All right. Yeah. So he he was kind of paying attention to what was going on. I. I'd hear him laugh once in a while. Then uh, during commercial breaks, he would walk over and kind of take a look at what I was doing on the computers. And then he would wander back over and uh, and start working on his on his history page again. Uh-huh. So he was half engaged, I would say. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're always just because like when me and you would walk into a radio station. When oh, yeah. Oh, age. dude. Us at that age. Well, I mean. Both of us were already in radio at his age, but back up earlier, if somebody had taken us to studios when we were little kids, oh, man, it, it would be the same thing as when we went to stadiums for the first time. Yeah, like, this is amazing. Like, this is the, the hallowed ground and ah, so cool. So cool. <laughs> so he, did, he did. He was pretty impressed with the new studios. He thought it was really cool. And then, of course, he got to see the iHeart Theater which he thought was really, really cool. And now we're standing just a few feet away from Mr. Jelly Roll and put on a great show. He's got like four or five hits now. He did his hits in between talking about first responders and what that meant to him after the tragedy and everything. And he was a little kid at the time, but after watching the first responders rush into those buildings, he had a whole new appreciation for firefighters and policemen and obviously there were some military folks in the building and so it it was really a a a warm like a really nice feeling there inside the building and all over the world they put this out for everybody to watch and listen to and he's belting out these tunes big ben like this guy's got some crazy vocals um so the crowd was super impressed with his singing and then there's a director who's kind of like cut like letting him know you are no longer on the iHeart feed, which means he's now just performing for us inside the little Johnny Carson theater. Nice. <laughs> well, Ben was away. 
because Jelly Roll gets on his mic and he said, all right, so uh, the 40 minutes on the feed is over. I'm just live in the theater. And somebody gave him a thumbs up and he's like, huh. Damn it, fuck, fuck, And people are just kind of standing there looking, and half the crowd is laughing. And he's like, I'm sorry, just had to get that out of my system. For 40 minutes there, I felt like I was performing at fucking Disneyland. <laughs> that's great. Uh, oh, that's funny. So he obviously, he's used to, you know, uh, letting it rip and saying whatever he wants to say. And uh, yeah. he's got a good message in his music that also accompanies the some of the party style that, that he's known for. But, yeah, man, it was funny because I thought you could appreciate that because, you know, that especially on, on regular FM, AM, FM, we don't curse. In the hallway, you cursed a lot, I noticed, when I worked with you on your live show. Blank my blank and blank you. Like a radio savant, you would crack the microphone and no curse words ever came out of your mouth. Yeah, I've been yeah, every once in a while. Like I, I've had a few hiccups over, over the years, but very few, very few uh, hiccups. But yeah, like I get my cursing out uh, in the in the commercials. Uh, and I, I usually in the main studio, I try to avoid that. As a rule of thumb, in the podcast studio, we can uh, say all those words. But I did work with a guy years ago, early on in my career, and he had one of the legendary stories in L.A. radio. He was working at a station. I think you know who this is. He was working at a station. The station was changing formats. He was about to lose his job. And the last night, this is why you never get a final show on radio. So his last night on the air, he was completely schnockered. And... Near the end of the show, he said, like, ah, you know, who cares? They can't fire us. And then he just started saying the F word and the S word, like over and over and over, just like you, you heard with Jelly Roll. And he did it into the microphone on a radio station. And this is back in the days when everyone was like freaking out. Oh, my God, the, SC, you know, we're, the FCC is going to get you and all that. And I don't think he got in any trouble for it. But he he did it. He like did it on the air. How crazy is that? Yeah, I mean, screw him. He's one of the reasons why we didn't get to say goodbye to our listeners when we got fired from radio stations. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the reason. That's the reason right there. We didn't get to have farewell shows. It's not right, man. It's not right. You never get to goodbye. You just vanish. You, you go off into the cosmos, and that is that all right so we have uh what do we got we've got uh back scratcher that is what's next back scratcher danny these are actual reviews by actual people that have listened to the podcast and it does help us out the apple podcast page it's in the description this week danny do we have one two three or four reviews on the back scratcher apple podcast page wow you went all the way up to four i'm gonna say three well, Danny, you'll be happy to know that we have uh, not one, not two, but ding, 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 ding. You got it right. Three. Three. Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm good at this game. Uh, I think you did. You cheat, Danny. Don't cheat. No. First one is from our friend Peter, who is from Cleveland, and he gave us five stars. He said he rarely misses an episode. 
says his brother-in-law listens live every night. He recommended the show, and I started podcasting it, and now rarely miss an episode. He says he especially loves the fifth hour, and he loves the listener letters. He likes the mailbag, Dan. He loves the mailbag. I love the mailbag, too, Peter. I love it. Nice. I love Ask Ben. He does not ask Ben. This is a totally different feature, and it'll be on tomorrow's podcast. He says, thanks for consistent excellence. Highly recommend the show. And a follow-up, it just keeps getting better. Best duo on the dial. Danny and Benny rocketed to my top podcast. How about that, Danny? Nice, man. I'm going to show that to our boss. We are we are number one on Peter's smartphone loud and clear right there number one number one number one not with a bullet number one on an iphone or an android or whatever he happens to have uh next up thank you peter i'm saleya mosin and i've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the united states In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Next up, we have Splenda Daddy from Leesburg, Alabama. Daddy. is a 4.9 stars. Nobody's perfect. Ben and Danny. 
And Splendid Daddy says, I have listened to all 23 hours a week, 20 for the show and three for the fifth hour for three years running now. And Holy then shit, his mind must be warped. Uh, smartest guy in Leesburg, Alabama. And to prove that he's really from Leesburg, Alabama, he says, y'all are down to earth, anti-woke, and best of all, I love the sarcasm. Keep up the good work. Hopefully y'all get another 20 years. Uh, yeah. I think we pro- both, Danny, probably need to work another 20 years. I think that's pretty fair to say, right? I don't know, unless we win the lottery or something like that, right? Well, we are definitely retiring at 75 years old. Yeah, yeah, I think I think uh, I think so. I think that's gonna yeah, that's gonna happen. Uh, Cliff in Nashville writes. Wait, twenty years? I'm, how old do you think I am? All right, uh, Cliff in Nashville writes, and so uh, he says, "I so look forward to the real fifth hour with uh, Maller and Danny G every weekend. They share their interesting life experiences with candor and humor. We can all relate to." And then he says, Ben's quick wit, Danny's calm approach, make for a great team. So there you go. Well, thank you. And uh, everyone's been very nice here, Dan. And uh, the reason everyone's been nice is we just we don't even read the bad reviews. We just leave those to the side. We only read the good reviews. But no, we would read the bad reviews, but we we don't get too many of those, which is pretty cool. Actually, we most of the ones we got were when I was doing the show with Gascon, and he would go through his Rolodex and put like these really polarizing political people on the podcast. And I'm like, all right, whatever you book, I'll talk to whoever. I don't really, (laughs) I rarely turn down anyone. Uh, But certain people really got like freaked out, you know. And I'm, I'm of the mindset, I'll talk to pretty much anybody. Uh, I'm not, you know, on either side of the aisle. Obviously, I, uh, I'm on the anti-woke side, but I, you know, I'll talk to people. I don't really care. And uh, some people just lose their mind. They lose their mind. And yeah, we've had to rebuild your overall score ever since. I, I know. Yeah, We were like, what happened, man? People were like, you. Uh, when I joined your show, you had like a 3.9 overall rating. Uh, well, uh, give or take, you know, give. <laughs> but yeah. thank you to all the nice uh, regular listeners of the podcast, because that number is up to a 4.9 right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. And the cool thing about this, and I, I thank you for downloading the podcast and supporting what we do here, because originally when we started the podcast, it was going to be like another Sporto podcast. It was going to be a gambling podcast, which it was for a while. And then it was just going to be all interviews. And now, even though we talked some hot college football earlier in this podcast, it is, I would say, 92% just about like us and 10 percent shenanigans i'm not a numbers guy but that doesn't seem to add up (laughs) yeah and it's like listen we're we're in the same battle everyone's in right we're all trying to make it through the crazy cornfield maze that is life and stupid is as stupid does and uh, that's the way the way it works. All right, we have the word of the week the word of the week i think i used this word yesterday danny the word of the week Word of the week. The word of the week. The word of the week is moxie. Moxie is the word of the week. So moxie, uh, it's to me, it's a synonym of gumption, uh, 
courage, I guess, would be the way a lot of people look at it, that moxie means you have intestinal fortitude if you got moxie. That's a, that's a compliment. Now, I didn't really know much about the history of the word, so I was like, all right, let's make this the word of the week. I use it from time to time. It's in my lexicon. What exactly does it mean? And, well, I know what it kind of means, but where did it come from? So there's a couple of, of uh, avenues you can go down. Uh, from what I was able to uncover, it actually goes back about the modern usage goes back about a hundred years, and it was a brand name. the The term Moxie was a brand name of a bitter non alcoholic drink. So that's in like the nineteen thirties, and then you go back to the eighteen eighties, eighteen seventies. It was the name of a medicine advertised to build up your nerve yeah that kind of that kind of makes sense and despite the uh, the beginnings of the word there's all kinds of stories on the internet believe it or not people people love words i love words and they they claim that the company that company, the medical company, put out all these wild stories about it, but they think the the term actually came from a New England Indian word. And they say there's a fair amount of rivers, like a, there's a there's a river and a lake in Maine that are named uh, Moxie. They, they say in the original Indian language, it means dark water. Okay, dark dark water. So there's a couple different meanings on that. And they say in the 19 teens, uh, 1917, uh, there was a moxie company that won an infringement lawsuit against a competitor. Somebody started a different beverage called Proxy. Oh, that's pretty funny. That's like that uh, coming to America where they had McDowell's. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, you're selling a lot of beverages called Moxie. So we're going to go the other way. We're going to go proxy. What could possibly go wrong? Man alive. All right, we'll get out on that note, Danny. uh, We will push Pop Goes the Culture to the Sunday mailbag podcast. But uh, I will go first with the begging. And it's Saturday which means I am not doing radio, but I am doing television. So Benny versus the Penny, if you have not watched it yet, please try to check it out. It's all over cable television, regional cable television on the NBC sports affiliates around the country in Boston, Chicago, L.A., New York, Philadelphia, and a bunch of other cities. Lakers in L.A. You don't have to point that out every time, Danny. You don't need to point that out. Uh, Yeah. That's Let not- it be known, the Lakers channel in L.A. is where you can watch Ben Maller. Woo-hoo! Yeah, okay. Uh, so that is going to be available off and on throughout the day, depending on which city you are in. If you've already watched it, watch it again. Uh, that would help us out a lot. That would help us out a lot if you did that. That would mean a lot to me, so I do appreciate that. I'm trying to make sure this thing doesn't get canceled by week nine. And uh, if people actually watch it, maybe they'll actually bring it back for another, another year. That would be wild also. We have, we've we only made it through two weeks, though, so we have many, many more shows to get through. Danny, what do you have going on here? You're not working today, right? Saturday, day of rest? Day of travel, because in about an hour, we are going to pack baby Koa into the car. <laughs> He's going to go on his first little trip. We're going to drive about 
uh, 45 minutes north to the ocean and uh, spend one night there on the beach just because we are sick of being stuck indoors. Nice. And yeah. Koa on the Rota, right? It kind of it flows, right? You get you get like you have that as a slogan. Koa Bryant with his first road trip. You always remember your first road trips. And th- that's the story you'll tell when he gets his driver's license someday. I remember the first trip we took. I remember, you know, we went, you know, here and, and it's Hollywood Shores, Ben. So who wouldn't want their first trip to be in Oxnard, California? Beautiful Oxnard. That's the training camp home of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Oxnard. America's team. All right. Have a great Saturday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this. And we have the mailbag on Sunday. And you better listen to the mailbag on Sunday because that happens to be Peter from Cleveland's favorite podcast. And I know we've got Peter listening. And so you should listen as well. We'll catch you next time. Thank you. Pasta, pasta. Got a murder. Got to go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.